Ladies and gentlemen, he's the samurai of student ministry, the networking ninja, a Jedi master of church budgets, the beast from the southeast, the next-gen nerd himself, CJ! What's up, my nerds? You're listening to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast. Today's interview is with a few members of LTN that I had the chance to do a Dungeons & Dragons one-off adventure with recently, and I wanted to share it with you this week since the Dungeons & Dragons movie also comes out this week. If you like the content, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. And if you could, leave five stars in review. That would be excellent. If you head over to nextgennerd.com, you can also share any episode from there to your social media or with a friend via email. And I encourage you to do that. Before we jump into the interview this week, I wanted to highlight a few things I've been reading, playing, and watching lately. First, reading. Thanks to Todd Turner's recommendation, I've been reading several Fantastic Four comics and have really enjoyed them. I read the King Size Annual 3 with the wedding of Reed Richards and Sue Storm, and he wasn't exaggerating. Just about everybody from Marvel is in that comic. Uh, it's an easy, quick, fun read. I encourage you to pick it up. Now I'm reading the Arc 3, uh, and it is definitely a different pace than the wedding issue. It is much more serious, uh, and I'm loving it. I had to smile, though, when in the prologue they mentioned the Time Variance Authority, and I was like, hey, I recognize that reference. As far as watching, I'm all caught up on The Mandalorian and the aerial combat scene at the beginning of Episode 3. Wow. Now that's what I call pod racing. If anyone has been hesitant to watch this series, I'm down for a rewatch. Let me know. We'll hop on Discord. We'll do it over Zoom. Uh, I'm ready to watch through it again. I might drag the kids in and have them watch it. Uh, I've really been enjoying this season. The uh, the, the pacing is great. Um, uh, I'm enjoying the storytelling. Uh, there was a little bit of a departure from the main storyline in Episode 3, and even that was okay. Like I was okay for that. Uh, I'm really enjoying Star Wars. Glad to be a Star Wars fan. On the other side of the spectrum, though, please pray for me. I'm getting ready to watch Nick Cage and Left Behind today in preparation for another episode of the podcast. Not looking forward to that. Uh, Seriously, the things I do for content. Be praying for me as I struggle through one of his worst movies. I had this conversation with one of my friends and uh, I told her that that it had a 0% on Rotten Tomatoes and she was like, well yeah, but how many movies have that? For Nick Cage, it's at least half a dozen of his movies have 0 on Rotten Tomatoes and Left Behind is at the bottom of the barrel. So, Finally playing, I just finished Assassin's Creed Odyssey this week. The main story and several of the side arcs, uh, for those that are uninitiated, that's the one where he goes to ancient Greece. So if you know me, thoroughly uh, enjoy that time period. Uh, A love sparked from a wonderful teacher in first grade who kind of planted that seed. And so I really enjoyed the game. I enjoyed the game. Uh, I can't tell you how long it took me because if I look at the number of hours that I played, I know that several of those hours were just Asher wandering around on a horse while I was doing chores around the house. Like I know that he was on there just just riding a horse into the uh, across the Greek countryside. So I don't know, but uh, I, I'm glad that that's done. And I'm not sure what I'm going to pick up next. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is up there, but because it's such a long game, I may pick another one or two in between there for some some easy completions uh, to get that done. Not sure, not sure, but Valhalla is definitely a contender. I've also been leveling up on Marvel Snap like crazy. The season ends in a little over a week, and uh, I am... 
I have doubled the levels that I that the record that I had before, thanks to a deck that Matt Warmbier from LTN suggested. Uh, thanks, bud. I mean, seriously, I've never I didn't even know these levels existed. So uh, been enjoying that. If you haven't played Marvel Snap, uh, let's do it. Let's go. Uh, you can send me your friend code, and we can uh, we can do a little versus action be a lot of fun but marvel snap it's a card game on the phone uh, or you can play on your computer as well um you play cards and those cards are based on marvel characters and they have different abilities and you're basically just trying to to um score more points like any other game uh at a few different locations it's easy to pick up they have a great tutorial when you download it check it out it's it's a lot of fun and of course, plenty of board game arena. I think I'm at 15 games right now, which is a little low for me. Uh, I love board game arena. For those that don't know, board game arena is a way to play board games online with friends. And so, if you want to play some board games with me, and you don't want to travel to Lake Butler, that's a great way to do it. Um, uh, hit me an email at nextgennerdpodcast@gmail.com, and we can set something up. Right now, my current favorite is a game called It's a Wonderful World. You basically are building a city, and to do that, uh, you have to collect these resources and things. And uh, it's it's definitely simple. There's a lot of strategy, though, which is what I really enjoy about it. So um, it's a wonderful world. Typically have three to five of those games going at any given time, and uh, you can definitely jump on. That'd be, that'd be great. If you want to know more about any of these things, just hit me up at nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com or you can share what you're into right now. would love to hear that. Uh, maybe even have you on for an episode. If you tell me something that I don't understand, I would love to have you on to talk about it on the show. So what I love doing on the show is learning about other people's nerdy interests. So let me know. We'd love to hear from you. That's nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com. Well, that does it for me. It's time to start the interview. So let's get nerdy. Well, like I mentioned at the top of the show, I am here with my adventuring party. Uh, I'll introduce them kind of individually in a second. We did a uh, Beginner's Dungeons & Dragons adventure a couple weeks ago and wanted to give a little recap. Uh, and so uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce them one at a time, uh, and I want them to share uh, their name so you can kind of put a, a, a sound, a voice with the face, um, uh, a little bit about their character, and uh, if they have any previous Dungeons & Dragons experience. So like if this is their first game or they played when they were uh, you know, younger or, um, or, or whatever. So, uh, so it's name, uh, a little bit about your character, uh, and, then, um, uh, and then, yeah, your experience. So uh, I'm going to start with Josh. Josh, tell me about you. Uh, well, my name is Josh. Um, I, I prefer Joshua, but uh, I got I got the nickname Josh the Boss from MDB here, so uh, <laughs> it stuck. And uh, yeah, uh, this uh, this was my first encounter with Dungeons and Dragons at all. So like new to the new to the game, new to the mechanics, new to dice rolling, and all that. So, but it was fun. I had a I had a blast playing it, um, and uh, had a blast playing with all uh, all of you. So. Very nice. So tell me about your character. So your character's name, race, and class. And if you want, you can share your um, unique or interesting fact that we may not know about your character here, too. Uh, yeah, so he uh, his name is Zugarf, which is fun to say. Um, <laughs> it, I was looking for something that was not common, uh, but would be uh, interesting to try to pronounce and, and, and say. So his name is Zugarf. He is an orc fighter class. Um, level two now that we have finished e. this campaign and he was a soldier in an orc army thing that most people might know about not know about him is he has a 
real big problem with authority because his captain uh, of a legion of a battle that he was fighting abandoned them in the middle of it. Mm. And he was like one of five orcs that survived the skirmish. So, yeah. Well, you know, it's helpful in our party uh, that you're the biggest character, so we don't feel like bossing you around. So maybe that was, uh, <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was helpful. That was helpful. Maggie, how about you? Introduce yourself. Tell us a little about yourself and Dungeons & Dragons experience, your character, all the good stuff. Alrighty. Uh, howdy, my name is Maggie, and this, is, this, this game was my first uh, campaign run. I am currently in one with a couple of church friends, but this this... This, this game was the first one I experienced, which it was a lot of fun. And uh, in, in, in this setting, my character, her name's Reyna. She is a, a Firbolg cleric, which I thought just fit all together very nicely. And one thing that a lot of the people don't know about her, that you guys don't know about her just yet, is that she has glowing freckles on her face and shoulders and it's one of the reasons why she is a hermit because she has lived for so long that she got them recently and now gets more insight on the many wonders of both good and evil because she is neutral okay <laughs> so it's it's just what character description <laughs> so she, she when because she is uh I think I put a hundred. Okay. Yeah, she's a, she's one hundred and fifty five years old, so she she has seen some things. <laughs> so. Okay, and so uh, Furbolg, that's an interesting choice for a uh, for your probably one of your first characters. It sounds like so why why mm-hmm. Furbolg? I th- I think because because I was kind of doing it backwards, so like backgrounds, then mm. uh, class, then race. So having like a hermit, cleric, furbolg kind of just made sense. Okay, okay. Uh, it's not backwards at all. It's not backwards at all to know who your character is before you start assigning uh, attributes. Is, is It's one of the beauties of this is you can start with one concept, one idea, and then just kind of build it out from there. Like what do I want? It can even be a quirk. I pick one quirk and I'm building a character from that quirk. Um, uh, it's fun. That's a good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. MDB. What's up, buddy? How are you? I'm doing fine, sir. So I am MDB on the internet. So my real name is Michael. So I played a character called Leroy's, um, which was taken from Leroy Jenkins because I thought I was going to be funny at some point, just running after the dragon. And he is a half elf warlock who I basically picked because I had zero experience with D&D before this game. Um, so I just recreated my favorite comic book character, honestly, because um, I was just like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to enjoy it. Um, and he is just kind of a sarcastic, more roguish warlock than you'd probably normally meet. But uh, it was a lot of fun. Okay. So um, so what comic character are you basing him off of? I'm basing him off of uh, John Constantine the Hellblazer. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I can see that. I can see that. Uh, and so what's some uh, a, a unique attribute aspect about him that we may not know, may not know that, that we might learn in the future? He he's going to do the selfish thing until it's time to do the right thing. Okay, okay. So uh, there is a little bit, a little bit of hope that he's he won't rip off every store we go in like he did in the last adventure. 
A little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. So, um, uh, so this is not my first rodeo with Dungeons and Dragons. First one in a while. I played middle school and high school uh, growing up, uh, and then as an adult, I was I've been a DM plenty, a dungeon master plenty. And so the opportunity of being able to actually play a character, I thought, yeah, let me jump in and see what this is like. It's been a long time since I've uh, gotten to play a character. And so my character is Cage Raxel. I actually based him off of a um, Star Wars role-playing board character I had who's kind of very similar to him. But he is a half-elf bard. Uh, If you're trying to get a picture, think uh, Jack Black from the Lord of the Rings uh, parody spinoff spoof. Like, that's kind of the what I was going for. This just bumbling always on cloud nine uh everything's gonna go just fine it was kind of what i was going for uh and if you know me that's basically me as an elf i guess it's kind of how i respond and behave yeah so that was that was a character something you don't know about him uh if you looked at my character sheet you may have seen it um his first name is actually not cage uh he thought it sounded tough and cool so he started going by cage his real first name is alphonsus and that's why he goes by cage because he hates the name alphonsus because who wouldn't hate the name alphonsus uh so um so he goes by cage so people think he's cool and strong and he's not so cool 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 cool. so uh so we like i said this is we did a one-off beginners dungeons and dragons adventure through love thy nerd so we've mentioned lcn a little bit here talking uh love thy nerd is a primarily online uh, Christian community uh, or missionary community. It's not just a Christian community, but a missionary community that seeks to share the love of Jesus with nerds. And so they do all kinds of crazy things on their Discord. I'll have a link to that in the show notes uh, so you can check that out later. Um, they do podcasts and Twitch streams and everything in between. And they do Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And so uh, their community lead, uh, online community lead, put together this adventure and uh it was your typical fair uh, for adventurers meet in a tavern and go and kill a dragon. Uh, and so I thought it'd be fun for us to kind of recap some of the highlights. Uh, and so uh, let's start with the uh, our, our first interactions as characters. What were you guys' thoughts? You can jump in at any time. Uh, and um, uh, the the receiving of the adventure. We'll get to the, the 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 trek to the dragon in a little bit. But what were your first thoughts coming into that uh, that tavern and, and getting that map? I definitely thought it was interesting that this weird band of like two half elves, <laughs> a giant orc, and a tall furbolg uh, that had probably never met each other before just walk uh, just walk towards this guard and just start hating on each other. Like the three <laughs> of you definitely started hating on each other. <laughs> I, well, I definitely, no, 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 no. It, it was more everybody was hating on the bard. So. This is true. This true. is true. I, I had it coming. I had it coming. Uh, I, that really, that is, that is your typical, you know, first meeting of the team is it's like, how did this group come together? Um, I mentioned earlier, I'm doing a monster of the week tonight. And part of the character creation process is to create bonds with the other characters. Like you pick. And so you start with some kind of relationship, but uh, it definitely was odd. It definitely was odd. All of us uh, getting this map. Um, and it was really funny too. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure silver tyranny. She was, uh, we were very suspicious of everything she was saying from the get go. And I could just tell that she was like, I don't know why he's giving you the map. I don't know why there's not another team. This is just the game. Just ga- play the game. Um, but yes, we were very suspicious of every detail she would share from the get go. 
Philip was sounding nervous. Either he was he was scared of the orc or something was up. It was one of the two. One of the two. Oh my goodness. I'm just picturing this tavern being the Dungeons and Dragons equivalent of the Moss Eisley Cantina. Like just never such a hive of villainy and scum. Uh yeah, that'd be that was kind of what, what the feel of that tavern. So we received this map. And we start going, uh, we're, we're given the choice of two paths. And I was, I felt like the only one that said, hey, let's go on the the wooded path that they said was safer. And you guys were immediately against me. Why were you immediately against me? Was it just because I'm a bard and you got to go against me? Or did you guys think that she was messing with us? A little bit about <laughs> I mean, my, my character just hates annoying people. So there, there's always... Uh, uh, um, uh, what's the way I want to wear this? He's always looking for extra, um, extra battle practice. So okay, okay, <laughs> okay. So Maggie, one thing I noticed on the uh, on the bulk of the adventure is your character was very quiet, and I didn't know if that was just because you were taking in the scenery, or if that was a character choice. You know, just watching the three of us um, go round and round and round. What were you? What were your thoughts as as we're hiking up the side of this mountain, coming across skeletons? kobolds and all the like what were your thoughts as, as this is going on both in character and out of character so for in character she 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 uh the character is very quiet so it, it was just like she she's very much an observer so like as i said before she did she did watch both uh Le- Lee Ross and uh, Zugarf uh, hate on the bard and like try to plan something to get rid <laughs> to get rid of Cage. So she she she's 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 an observer and she's learned to be an observer. And for me my me myself, I think it was just trying to get to know the game a little bit more. But I was just still in character and not focusing on myself and just continue to be the quiet hermit <laughs> that my character is <laughs> so uh besides the village we are in um i think we murdered everything we saw i think it's kind of how it went is that is that oh, yeah. uh, the, the, the general the general aspect that that the, the adventure took um yeah no, no, no. did we let one of the kobolds go i can't remember now we first came across several kobolds and we i think we killed all of them or maybe one ran i can't remember now yeah one kobold uh ran away Okay. Yeah, if I remember correctly, I I, I rolled the d twenty like first roll and like <laughs> split one of them in half, and the other one just ran off. So, which let's be honest, I mean, kobolds are tiny little things, and here this giant orc, its buddy clear in two, uh, that would be be bound to happen, bound to happen. Um, so I really felt like our our uh, our party really began to take off when we got to the dragon. When we finally got to the temple, you know, getting figuring out all on the way, making sure. Uh, oh, there was the there was that that uh, lake or stream or whatever else that you guys were like, yeah, go drink it, buddy. Go drink it. Go test it. Go see what's <laughs> happening. Go. <laughs> no, no, get closer. Get closer to the water. Yes. Uh, uh, did not expect for it to go well. As 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 much as Silver was encouraging us to drink from this clear water source, it's like I'm going to die. Like this is what's going to happen. <laughs> this is this is it. Uh, Probably picked you. That's <laughs> listen, yeah. Listen. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I had some healing spells. I actually ended up not needing them, which is nice. But I was like, okay, at least it's not the cleric. Let's not have the cleric taste this water and then us be doomed for the rest of the, the adventure. Um, but we get to the dragon's, uh, I guess not the, his keep, but his meeting place, which I was a little confused, kind of what was happening there. We had uh, immediately, I tried to 
charm him a little bit. You know, I've got a, I've got a, I think a 17 charisma. So let's see if I can charm a little bit. And you guys just threw me to the the wolves, threw me to the dragon. I would say, I would say you were the distraction. <laughs> so, so uh, MDB, tell me what was, what was your plan when we met this dragon? Like what was, what was your plan of what we were going to do when we got there? Well, you, you volunteered to go talk to the dragon. So I, we, I kind of looked at the orc and we decided the best thing to do was to let you go talk to him. <laughs> and then while he was he was distracted by what he was going to do with you, we got into great positions to throw the chain and knock him down to the ground, which gave him absolute perfect uh, position to be attacked by our orc friend and magic spells. And even you got to hit him. Um, uh, actually, I think I missed. I think I missed. I, my miss? hit was my hit was my hit was later. My hit was later. Uh, okay. we the second encounter because I think that was like looking at these questions that we're going to go over upgrades and changes to your character. Like I am dumping, <laughs> I am dumping up close weapons. Like no long sword, none of that because it was just terrible. I didn't get a single hit. But yes, I was thinking let's try and charm him so we can at least figure out where his horde is. But uh, you guys had a different plan. Different plan. Uh, it worked out well enough though to do enough damage to get him to retreat. So he retreated, uh, and we followed the smoke, followed the smoke, <laughs> and uh, came upon his lair. Which what was what did it look like again? Wasn't a giant skull of some kind? Yeah, I think it was a dragon skull of that yeah. was like the cave entrance. Which is really funny. Like, would you like? I'm going to build my home behind this giant human skull. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to live inside the dead face of my people. But I mean, t- t- to be fair, in Legend of Zelda, there are. Uh, Oh, I can't remember what the creatures are, but they're literally in a giant skull rock of their uh, <laughs> of their kind, and it's like, I guess this is just a thing creatures a thing. do. I guess so. I guess so. So basically, inside the the dragon's keep, there were what was it? Nine kobolds. I think it was nine kobolds. Three of them asleep. Six of them in the other room. Um, yeah. And so I uh, disguised myself as a kobold. And you guys are very, very content to send me forward. Send, send him forward out in front, uh, singing and dancing, doing his thing while we went through. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and so, uh, Josh, tell me, tell me your, your thoughts there as we're going in to, to take out these nine kobolds. You know, what you remember from that encounter and um, uh, yeah, Zugar's thoughts as we are dispatching with the, the minions. I, well, I mean, I just remember that the one thing that I didn't want to happen is for any of these cobalts to get away um, and go war in the dragon because that would just leave the element of surprise. Just it would be gone. So I'm like, I, I knew that if my character, even as much as I could come in in one fell swoop and, you know, because I think three were sleeping in the room that we were in and then there were six in the other room, it, it was going to take more tact than just hack and slash at this point to uh keep our presence a secret so um, and just to backtrack when we faced the dragon the first time while while cage was talking to the dragon it it was either that since you volunteered (laughs) it kept the other alternative of me picking you up and throwing you into the dragon's mouth um that 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 kept you safe so um Cage is a little hefty. He's a little. He's a little chunky. He's a little chubby. I mean, you could have thrown him. I mean, you. You. If any of the party would have been able to, it would have been you. But uh, I think that may be why he takes the extra helping uh, at at lunch and dinner time. Is 
harder to be thrown into the, the maws of a dragon. So again, disguised as a kobold, uh, just one by one would talk to these other kobolds and bring them out. Uh, and you guys are just waiting on the other side of the wall and just hitting them in the head with a club. We're just like stacking them up right there in front of the, uh, the wall. It was fun to watch you guys go, Oh man, I didn't get these into my spells yet. Let's, uh, Let's just torch them all. Let's do that. That was MDB. Let's just let, can I make them cobalt barbecue? Silver didn't tell me our first dragon would be a red dragon. It was resistant to fire. And my guys, <laughs> all of his spells are basically fire. So I was like, yes. yes I guess I'm going to have to use it on these little poor little, uh, you know, creatures that have no chance of surviving. But you know what? It was fun to do. It, it was fun to do. It's fun to do. So we uh, dispatched of them all, dispatched them all, went to the other room, eventually found a, a, puzzle door uh that we had to put these <laughs> that we had to put these pieces into the door that matched uh and in typical cage fashion i handed those pieces off to one of you and then completely backseat driver the whole thing trying to lean over you and go no no no, try this no 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 do that uh but we eventually get in uh and the dragon was sleeping uh that's how they were all do i mean you know whatever that's how, how it goes and yeah, Maggie, tell us tell us your recollections of this final battle with the dragon. I don't think I got uh, any hits in for the dragon because I think it was uh, Zugoff and Lee Ross that were doing pretty big hits. But I think that for for my character, she doesn't like getting into killing unless she really has to. So it was kind of a relief for her not to actually kill it herself. But... <laughs> um, I, th- I think it was definitely surprising that we hit a red adult dragon hard and survived. <laughs> Some of the best like, rolls I've ever seen. I mean, it was 20 after 20 after 20. I don't know if y'all were cheating, but I certainly was. Uh, and it was, I mean, ju- I mean, I wasn't cheating, but. Um, that's what bards do, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, so again, backtracking, I'm remembering as we're fighting the kobolds, I took, uh, took one out with a dagger and I was... I had to smile at this picture because uh, I, I rolled a 20, uh, rolled a 20, nat, nat 20. And so just right in the middle of the skull, dagger buries itself deep. Uh, and I thought, okay, how am I going to make this? Because uh, in that moment of proficiency, Cage realized, I mean, that, that's that's just, that's not Cage. He's not proficient. He just isn't. And so I go, how do I make this look more like my character? Uh, and that's when I was uh, pantomiming, not being able to get the dagger out, like just just really trying hard and struggling with it. Uh, and, and Zukarf came up and saved the day, pulled the dagger out. So, so yeah. So, all the all the best rolls we could possibly have done. Took the dragon out. Uh, I took a uh, red dragon scale, which I'll come back to that in a little. I mean, I have to do some. I would love to have an adventure where I get that imbued with something, and it be a special dragon red scale pick. Which somebody on the um, uh, on the LTN Discord was saying, "Are you trying to create the pick of destiny?" It's like, yes, that's perfect. Yes, the pick of destiny. That's what we need. So we go uh, after defeating the dragon. We go into a side room, uh, and there's all these traps. Uh, and then this is where uh, Raina will forever be Cage's favorite person because as we're there, you guys find these traps that we could have used for whatever. And Zugarf and uh, Leroy's are contemplating just tying Cage up and taking all his stuff. So Raina, thank you for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> You don't you don't want to throw out the bard just yet. You don't know what else you want to throw him at. This this is true. What I'm thinking, like, I'm trying to separate their characters' motivations and 
MDB and Joshua. Like I'm trying to separate those two. Like I really don't like these guys right now. I don't like them right now. This we're going. Like I've just finally got a little bit of coin to make a little bit of adjustments to this character, and they're literally going to rob me of all my things. Like this is so. Uh, so thank you for stepping in and and being the voice of reason and going. No, 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 no. He may be useful in the future. Maybe he's in the future. And thank you, MDB and Joshua, for not robbing Cage of everything he had received up until that point. Thank you. I mean, well, I mean, to be fair, I, my character just didn't want to have to deal with the wrath of a cleric. So um, <laughs> that that was one of the motivations as well. Pretty, pretty, pretty much. We, we decided Maggie's feelings were more important than you. Um, <laughs> Listen, it's not, it's not a bad choice. Just, that's just, that was just on brand with the characters at that point. Here you go. Here you go. So uh, that's the adventure in a nutshell. Adventure in a nutshell. I'm sure we missed a few things in there. Uh, anything, any highlights you guys remember that you're like, oh, I wanted to talk about this or share this that we didn't get a chance to? Um, yeah. So we, we, before we left, we, we were in a shop and we were getting stuff. And this is my first D&D role of all time. Um, <laughs> and I roll a nat 20 to steal a super vile fire-resistant potion. Um, we ended up never using because the dragon never shot any fire at us. But <laughs> my point is, my first D&D role was a nat 20. And I was like, well, maybe maybe I am supposed to play this game. Listen, that's what creates uh, the gamblers that literally lose their houses. You know, that, that, yeah. first, that first hit and you're like, wow, this is what it's like. You always win. Awesome. Uh, so <laughs> that, was, that was a good lift. That was, that was a good lift. Good lift. Yeah, I, I thought it was fun. Um, just the dramatic appeal of... Uh, Zugarf jumping on the neck of the dragon in the final yes. encounter and just <laughs> plunging a hand axe into his head. That that was that was fun. Yeah, it was, it was so funny because you did that. And I was like, dang it! I really wanted to use my thunderclap spell, and it's going to hit him. Ah, <sighs> okay. And then you did. You got off. You, you you moved away, which is helpful. Which is helpful. I mean, if you had done that, it would have given me a reason to throw my axe at you. But this is true. And I listen. Uh, Cage was well aware of this. Well aware of this. And the funny thing was too, like when I was developing this character, I was like, okay, I would. I, I wanted to incorporate little, giving him his own spin on the spells. So for the thunder wave, thunder wave, I wanted it to be after a like. Th- I'm thinking like Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox in front of the speaker you know one chord boom and then like knocking them over like i wanted that look and so like i had really put a lot of thought into that spell in particular so i was glad you moved so i could pull that off so uh we received a our, our loot we got a nice nice pile of loot what are you guys spending some of your loot on like after you've played this first adventure what are some things that you want to adjust change and um as, as far as gear wise and i mean and this of course, can be as serious or as silly as you want. But what are some things you want to spend your loot on? Well, my character's character, he's going to have to get some drinks. Have to get some drinks? There you go. There you go. That works. That works. Yeah, I I think for me, I'm the only one that got hit by the dragon in this whole charade. <laughs> um, uh, so my character is probably going to want to upgrade his armor just a bit or a lot, depending on... <laughs> what i can buy with that much gold uh looking at the standard table with standard prices you can get whatever you need to get uh pretty much which be which be helpful for you i'm sure yeah reyna would probably get probably a better chest plate to Mm. wear just in case because sometimes a (laughs) cleric's uh armor doesn't really match with how much protection they actually need Mm. which i Reyna didn't need that much because she she did some hard hits to the dragon herself. Mm-hmm. 
but she'll probably like probably get a metal chest plate and then maybe flowers <laughs> <laughs> now to just, eat just, or to wear that's that's uh either one she's a fur bog <laughs> there you go so uh so depending on I, I don't know i've never played a cleric uh so i don't know but i know like for for cage he can only wear certain armor otherwise he takes penalties to his spells so the inability to cast those spells silver can help us figure all that out uh for mm-hmm. cage realizing that ranged weapons was his was his bag like a to, to stay back because he does draw the wrath of those around him uh so being able to, to step back so he's definitely investing in some ranged weapons uh upgrading the armor a little bit uh and even then i mean we got we've got a hefty pile of loot for us to be able to to really get whatever we need to get. But uh, he's definitely going ranged weapons. Before I started thinking through that, like, okay, what would this look like? What would he use? And probably some uh, some hand crossbows and some more daggers to throw. It's probably going to be his his bag, his game. He's probably going to get a new instrument. That's probably what Cage would get. Like, yes, not a jank, beat up, whatever. Uh, he's probably going to get something new to play. Probably. Um, all right, so we went to level two. Uh, so in addition to the upgrades from level two, if you haven't looked it up, that's cool. Um, are there any changes you want to make uh, to your character? I'll go first. For example, um, some of the spells that he had memorized for this whatever did not play the way I thought they would. And so I'm adjusting those. Like, which spells does he want to memorize? I already mentioned going ranged weapons instead, leveling up. Uh, one thing he got, uh, one of the spells that I learned um, was the hideous laugh spell, which causes everyone to to just twist into laughter and not be able to do anything else. It's a charm spell. So I'm looking forward to pull that one out. That's going to be a, a good one. I'm thinking, I'm trying to think through some like stand up that Cage could do while he's casting the spell just to just completely eat up the 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 laughter so that's what, that's that's where cage is going if with with the next level what about, what about you guys so I, I realized i was probably pretty heavy on the on the fire spell so i only i only had witch bolt which was the only spell i had i mean good spell was the only spell i had against the dragon so i, I invested in uh, a poison spell as well just something else to yeah kind of get expand the range so that i'm not just you know waiting for people to come down the hallway and set them on fire <laughs> which uh, you know, who knows? The next uh, villain will probably be somebody resistant to fire and poison. That'll be how it goes. They'll just uh, we'll just yeah. keep move- we'll keep moving the goalpost on you. Is what we'll do. For me, I don't think there's that much to change for Reyna because I do want to focus on more healing spells because that's that's helpful for a campaign to have yes, yes. a healer. <laughs> so I I don't think there's that much to change because luckily she is. Uh, having her be a hermit that also has a nature domain. Mm-hmm. She has at least one druid cantrip that also works as a uh, healing. Uh, it also works as a cleric cantrip, mm. which I thought was interesting. So I don't think there's that much I need to change about her. Okay. Yeah, I was going to say for my character, probably. Not much either, other than looking at different um, different blades, different weapons um, that can be used, increasing my skill set for um, all different types of 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 things that can be used, uh, other than just a basic hand axe or a long sword. So, yes, bigger axe, Gimli size axe, that'd be good. Um, 
What would be Gimli-sized axe for an orc? Ooh, my goodness. Uh, well, I guess it would be uh, the size of Gimli for an orc. I mean, it would be the size of a, a, a small creature. Would be, uh, would be Like cage? <laughs> there you go. Yes, a cage-sized <laughs> axe. I do like that. Uh, yes, which maybe I could hold a sword really tight and you can grab by his ankles and swing him around. Like you could do, you could do that. That would, I wonder what the, I want to see our DM work up the damage on uh Zugarf waving cage with a sword. That's what I want to see. That's what I want to know. What, what damage is that one causing? So um, what I will, I will purchase a huge two handed ax and I will name it cage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, honored, honored, honored. That sounds good. <laughs> that way that way you could say you threw cage for once this is true this is true <laughs> but oh my goodness uh all right so what do you guys want to do in the next adventure like what do you what do you go say man i really wish i could have done this in this adventure um uh or i want to look into this or i think it'd be fun to do this or or what what do you guys want to do i i'll um, be honest i i'm so new to D and this gaming uh world mechanics universe whatever you want to call it um that i'm open for anything like we fought a dragon which was really i was like uh, when i told silver i was like i can we put a dragon in the mix and she's like dragons can be done um now that we've done that i'm kind of open for anything so okay um uh yeah i, I would like to do a a uh us for like a, a legendary weapon for us like one of us has to convince the others to go with them <laughs> into this dungeon to collect something of you know great value to them, and we get some spoils along the way, like that type of thing. But one of us walks out with like a, a gold weapon. Okay, I like it. I like it. Kind of like the Critical Role uh, campaign one, where they went and got the Matron of Ravens armor for Vaxeldan. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah, that would that would be interesting to go along with. I mentioned uh uh which I guess similar. I want I want this red dragon scale imbued with something, some ability. Like it, it being a I don't know, plus one to spell casting or something. Just I I want I, I would love to to do that. Um I would like to uh I always enjoy I enjoy doing the adventures where the party would meet some ally they could pull out in, at future, like it kind of expanding the lore of, of the area. So us, us helping a, you know, hostage, rescuing a hostage to be able to call on at a future adventure would be fun. Uh, it'd be good. Um, uh, some puzzles. I always like puzzles trying to figure these things out. You know, we had a little bit of that with the, with the door and the, um, the dragon shape, but, but puzzles are always fun to kind of think through. Who got the fire protection amulet last because I had it and I gave it to someone. I think you, I think Zugarf's I, got it. I've I've oh, still yeah. got it. Okay. I was I just mean, checking because I, 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 <laughs> I can give it that. back to I can give it back to Rhino if she wants it back. But I mean, um, yeah, I've still got it. It's I'm looking at my inventory right now. It's it's I think it's probably hanging on my neck. But there you go. There you go. Okay. Um. Well, anything else you guys want to add from your first experience, Dungeons Dragons? No, it was it was a it was a good experience. I was a little intimidated by the world. That's why I've held off for so long. Um, but it was very very easy to enter and and then have an enjoyable experience this round. Nice. No, I had a I had a blast. This was, um, again uh, my first of first of first of anything like this, and just 
the the whole creative aspect of it was fantastic so i had a blast i i like how i described it to my dad because i talked to him about this and i'm like oh yeah it was my it was my first game and oh it was just a lot of fun and it was just like having like the role play mm-hmm. aspect of it and then also <laughs> doing math with dice <laughs> <laughs> it's also interesting <laughs> but I think just having like a good mix of it and definitely having figuring out the chemistry with the rest of the uh, players is always fun. I, I think that was a good experience to get to know you guys a bit. Very nice. Very nice. Well, last question I have for you guys is if somebody wanted to, uh, to follow you on social media or find you on discord, how would they go about doing so? Oh, we'll start with the MDB. Um, so social media, uh, Pretty much uh, around the second on Facebook, or I think I'm the MDB on Instagram, and then the MDB2 on Discord, usually hanging out in the LTN1. Um, you know, spreading the love of gifts. Josh, how about you? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I am on the LTN Discord as well. Uh, Josh the Boss, uh, as I mentioned earlier, that name just stuck. Um, but uh, it, as far as social media goes, um, I also am a aspiring writer, author, all that. So you can find that. Um, uh, it's Joshua, J-O-S-H-U-A, the letter S, and then Sandifer, S-A-N-D-E-F-U-R. Um, that's all the socials, Instagram, Twitter, all that stuff. So, For me, I am also on the uh, Love Thy Nerd <laughs> Discord, uh, which I have an artist. So I do a lot of art for people. I even did a commission for someone in the love thy nerd, uh, discord. And I also post a lot on my Instagram, which is just, uh, silent. And then three of the underlines and then blue. So it's like silent blue. I post a lot of my art on there and have a lot of fun with it and just enjoy everything. Well, guys, I appreciate you coming on and talking about this. Uh, and uh, if you know, any of our listeners are interested in learning more about this, you can always come over to the LTN Discord. There's a whole channel on tabletop RPGs, and we talk about upcoming adventures and things like that. And uh, you can find uh, all the rest of our party there as well. And so thank you guys for coming and listening to the Next Gen Nerd Podcast. Well, thank you for listening to the show. Don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode, which will be talking about one of my favorite book series, Helldivers, specifically the first book in the series. Uh, I recommended it to my brother Rocky when he was home for Christmas, and he read it, said he enjoyed it. I said, let's talk about it. So uh, hop on, and we'll talk about that. Uh, if you haven't read Helldivers, there are definitely spoilers in the um, in the episode, but it's a great book, so pick it up and listen to it. That comes out next week. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review and find Five stars so others can find the show. And if you have a comment you'd like to share, drop us an email at nextgennerdpodcast at gmail.com and I'll read it on the next show. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. If you want even more Next Gen Nerd, I can't understand that impulse, but if you do, you can find me on Instagram at nextgen underscore nerd or on Twitter at nextgen underscore nerd. You can also see me on the latest Twitch stream for Save Point Ministry. I got a chance to sit down with Steve, who tries to connect nerds with nerd-friendly churches. And we had a great time playing Wingspan and talking about uh, all things nerd. So check them out on Twitch uh, and uh, you'll enjoy that. I'm also in the next season of Hearth and Hammer, which is a uh, family-friendly, Twitch-streamed Dungeons & Dragons campaign. So you can find them on Twitch as well, Hearth and Hammer. And that starts on Tuesday. 
Well, that's it for this episode. Until next time, keep it nerdy, San Diego. 